cocksucker. waiting for um, the music to end, and I lost the game. It was Magic Kitchen, too, if you care. And I called it a cocksucker. And apparently the people who are on the phone heard me. (laughs) That's food for thought. I'll have to keep that in mind for the future. Tonight's topic is about time jumps and story pace. I won't be on long. I just thought I would do like a little proof of life to prove I'm still around, still here, still doing my thing. I spent the um, afternoon with my mother looking for a doll. You know how I feel about Christmas shopping. And that woman made me go to Walmart and Toys R Us and Target all in the same afternoon on the 17th of December. Oh my! That woman don't even love me. Uh, That—that's what that is. That—that—that's just cruelty. She's cruel to me. Anyways, anyways, um, yeah, I had plenty. I had like five copies. I, that ain't a lot. I—I had—I got a coffee everywhere I went. Everywhere I went, I got a coffee. So I'm wired as fuck. I had three frappuccinos, and then I had um a latte. And then I had just 16 ounces of coffee with more sugar than was necessary. I know, Toys R Us, today, today, for fuck's sakes. I have actually probably had close to, I don't know, upwards of a liter of coffee, maybe more. And I left the house with a 16-ounce espresso. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Boom. Anyways, anyways. So, tonight's topic is about... um, Oh, and then I had like six Diet Cokes. I'm not even kidding. It's just been one of those days. So, um... A. Kane asks, I have another question for you. How do you deal with time jumps in your work? What are some of the methods you've seen and which do you prefer the most? I think as a writer, um, sometimes you get caught up in that aspect of craft and you make things more complicated than you need to. And no, I actually, I don't think I blinked in a little while because my eyes are a little dry. Thank you for bringing it up, Azure. Azure. Anyways, so in No Enemy Within, which is the first book in Atlantean Legacy, I uh, I demonstrated the passage of time in that story uh, through Miko's pregnancy because you find out in the first of the of the uh, of the book that she is just a few weeks pregnant, and by the time they leave the planet 
and break off from Earth, she is very she is overdue for delivery. So that in that um, spacing her pregnancy out over the entire story, I gave the um, the story uh, a pace a pace that that the reader could keep track of in an obvious way. Because, oh, look, there's Miko. She's four months pregnant. <laughs> oh, there's Miko. She's six months pregnant. You know, so it just kind of, it it, it works that way. In um, that old black magic, I actually use dates at, at, um, at the top of chapters. What's one really interesting thing about the Harry Potter fandom is if your character is in school, you can use the school calendar to pace your story. You know, there's, um, especially like if you do like a fourth year. So there's the first task and the second, and the Yule Ball and the second task and the third task. And, you know, it's just, there's this Easter and you just, you there are ways that you can do that in the Harry Potter fandom when you do it that way. But I chose to use dates in that old black magic to keep track of time. Um, because I felt like, uh, I did have some jumps, and I didn't want the reader to get confused. Uh, I know that sometimes um, you you hesitate to date your chapters because you think maybe you should be able to demonstrate that kind of pace um, within the space of your work. But, and maybe you can, and maybe you have, but when it comes to making sure that your reader understands where you are, Sometimes just slapping a date at the top is the best way to do it. And that way there's no confusion. Because when you have a confused reader, you have a reader who will ask you questions. And that's the last thing you want. Or, I don't know where I'm at. I got confused. Can you tell me what's going on here? And, and when did this happen? So just to prevent that kind of confusion... And to save yourself a headache and some stupid ass emails, just stick a date on it. I mean, you know, just say six weeks later, January third, what, whatever. Just, just, you know. Yes, it's not as sophisticated as doing like that thing I did with Miko's pregnancy, which, by the way, was an accident. I didn't do that shit on purpose. It just worked out that way. <laughs> so don't go saying no. That was not something that I went into the plot. Like, oh, I'm going to use Miko's pregnancy as a time device. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how that happened. <laughs> so, you know, it was just a happy accident. Uh, that happened, I think, in the second draft of that story in particular. But I chose to use dates in... Um, in that old black magic. I think one of the biggest problems I have in what might have been is um, the amount of time that takes place um, in the episodes and then with the series itself altogether. Uh, I think that there are points where it gets really confusing um, from a reader perspective. Now, as a writer, I know exactly where they are at any given moment in my story because I have my Bible and um, I have the dates and I have a calendar. But I do think that I um, could have done a little better on that front for the reader. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they do. So, I, just even if you think it looks clunky or awkward or unsophisticated, just just slap a date on it. I mean, especially especially if you're going to go eight, fifteen, twenty years in the future. I mean, come on now, because like in Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond. Um, 
I did that first chapter um, in in eighty two or eighty three, and then it was like okay, ten years later or eleven years later, whatever it was. I the next chapter I did a okay, it's been ten years. Let's this is where we're going to be. This is what's going to happen, or it's been thirteen years. You know, this is how old Harry is. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going on because. Um, it's better to just sacrifice your vanity on this issue than to confuse your reader, because that can cause serious problems if um, it's not clear um, immediately that you know your, your 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 character is this age versus this age. Now, one of the most awesome things that you can do in a Harry Potter fic is if he's 11 years old, the first shit that happens is he's gonna get sorted. <laughs> There, boom. Every reader who reads your fanfiction is going to know immediately where he is and what's going on and how old he is. And you know, it's just, That's awesome. It's perfect. It works. But if you don't have that, you do need to make it clear. So be prepared to um, make that sacrifice in the name of clarity across the board. Um, and that's really all I have to say about that. Just uh, when it... When it comes to pacing your story and creating um, um, the foundation on which you're going to tell your story, just you need to pay attention to, clear, to to issues that can cause confusion. Because you don't want your reader to have to back up and read again because you've, you've done something that doesn't make sense to them. Because if, you know, suddenly um, in Chapter 1, Harry's five years old. In Chapter 2, they open it up and Harry's getting married. What? Come on now. <laughs> And there was no heads up, nothing. You know, it was just like, bloop, bloop, bloom. You know, oh, look, there's Harry getting married. Wasn't he five the page before? So be prepared to, to um, just for the sake of clarity, to add dates, to put notifications six months later, 15 years later, whatever. It might look a little clunky, but it's better to look a little clunky than to look a lot stupid. That was kind of rude. I'm not sorry. <laughs> just just for clarity's purposes, use dates, use years, find some device that works, the school schedule, um, the sorting, birthdays, holidays, to fix your story in a place and time at certain points so that your reader doesn't get lost. Whether it looks graceful or not, that's perfectly okay. I think that the most elegant solution is to put a date at the top of the chapter if there's a question. Which is what I did in birth, not birth, but in um, that old black magic, because it, um, because there was time travel. Uh, I had the time travel, and then they were doing some jumping, and then they were moving through the summer, and it was just easier to slap a date up at the top, so there was absolutely no room for confusion. And then you know, a couple chapters in, and, like, and four weeks before, after that, blah blah blah, blah you know, just. Like I said, it's better to look a little clunky for for clarity than to look like you don't know what you're doing at all and confuse your reader and they ask questions and they send you ten emails. You don't got time for that shit. Save yourself a time, a little bit of time, and stick a date up there. Stick a month up there. Slap a whole fucking calendar at the first part of your story. (laughs) 
and lifeful. Chapter one. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Do not do that. Um, but what you don't want to do and what you never want to do ever is to put author notes in the middle of your story. Ever. Don't ever do this. Ever. And that's pretty much all I've got to say about that. I'll have maybe a big show tomorrow. I don't know. It will just depend on how I'm writing and whether or not I get up the nerves to do laundry, which I really don't want to do, or wrap presents, which I really don't want to do. So I'm going to go buy some gift bags probably at the dollar store because fuck all that. And, um, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely buying gift bags because that works. And uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.